Hey, welcome into TCAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. This podcast, we talk about sports events, topics, and players. Come follow our Facebook and Instagram page. Facebook is TCAM's Sports Podcast, and the Instagram page is TCAM underscore sports underscore podcast. Shows will be posted when they go live, and even some bonus episodes will be posted during the week. Normal episodes are posted Fridays at 5. Comment your thoughts on the shows. Leave some topics you would like for me to discuss on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Now on to the episode. Welcome into Sports Talk Saturday with Matt DeLong. But it's Monday. We decided because Matt was out of town for this past Saturday that we would and talk about the national championship game, talk about the Final Four. Man, what a great weekend of Final Four play it was. FAU versus San Diego State, Miami versus UConn. I said that FAU-San Diego State game would be close, and it was about as close as it could get, coming right down to the wire. Then you got Miami, UConn. UConn handled their business just like always. Miami was close in the game at one point, but UConn ran away with it. Hard team to beat. What great games it was. FAU, my pick to go to the national championship. Obviously, it didn't happen. San Diego State hitting that game winner. I mean, there's no other words you could say about it. Just what a brilliant matchup, brilliant performance all the way down. A little bit of foul trouble. I know that bothered a lot of people, but at the end of the day, what a great game. What do you think, Matt? That was a crazy game. Right down the end, I thought FAU had it. It it was a good game. I mean, it was a close game. I still can't believe San Diego State's the one national championship. <laughs> so, team stats overall, FAU shot 44% from the field to San Diego State's 43. Three-point percentage... 40% from FAU to 50% from San Diego State. Free throw percentage, 76% from the free throw line for FAU to San Diego State's 59. Rebounds, 34 rebounds by FAU, 35 by San Diego State. Then we have assist, 8 by San Diego State to FAU 6. Steals, 6 by FAU to San Diego State's 3. Two blocks by both teams. Total turnovers, 10 by FAU, 8 by San Diego State. And fouls both had 17, largest lead of the game. 14 for FAU, 9 for San Diego State. 14 points FAU had the lead. It's one of the biggest comebacks in Final Four history from San Diego State. I think the most interesting part of the game was the second half and the fact that about four minutes of the second half, San Diego State kept getting the rebound. FAU couldn't get the rebound. Yeah. I mean, San Diego State kept getting it, kept getting fouled. And the crazy part is they weren't hitting their free throw shots. So FAU still remained in the lead the whole time. I thought it was just a crazy game overall, crazy weekend. And for FAU to lose in that fashion after all this way is just heartbreaking. It really is. Yeah, because I really, I wasn't expecting San Diego to win this. The way... The Owls have been playing. They've looked really good. But, I mean, they were the better team last night. They ended up winning last night. But going 
getting ready to play UConn, I think it's going to be a clinic. So before we jump into the national championship and UConn and Miami game, I want to talk about a little bit of women's basketball. A little bit of Iowa and South Carolina. Caitlin Clark, man. I mean, this girl is unfreaking believable. Do you know that when she was younger, they wouldn't allow her in the AAU for girls? So she played with the boys. And then really? the parents of the boys complained about how good she was. So she quit playing it for that, for uh, AAU. Now, mind you, Iowa's team overall is pretty terrible. Kaylin Clark is is got the chance to be one of the best women's basketball player to ever live. In the game versus South Carolina, South Carolina was on a 42-win streak. Yeah. They were unbeatable. Everybody on the team, are, they're all really good. So in this game, Kaylin Clark had 41 points. She had 8 assists, 6 rebounds, was 5 of 17 from the 3-point line, 15 of 31 from field goal percentage, and she played 39 minutes in the game. For South Carolina, their leading scorer was Cook, who, by the way, is a big-time WNBA prospect. She's big-time. Had 24 points, 8 rebounds, 11 of 21 from the field, 0 from 3 from 3-point range. For team stats overall in this game, I'll read you that. From the field goal percentage, Iowa shoot, was shooting almost 50% from field goal range to South Carolina's 39 Three-point percentage, 30% from three to South Carolina's 20. Free throw percentage. Now, here is the biggest stat in this game. Iowa shot 14 free throws, Matt, and made all of them. All of them. South Carolina shot 13 and only made nine. That was 69%. Rebounds. South Carolina dominated the board, having 49. 49 rebounds to Iowa's 25. Assist, Iowa had 14 to South Carolina's 9. Steals, uh, Iowa had 8 to South Carolina's 6. Blocks, South Carolina had 5 to Iowa's 1. Total turnovers, South Carolina had 15 turnovers in this game to Iowa's 10. And fouls, South Carolina had 20 to Iowa's 18. If you watch this women's game, this one specifically, it was absolutely brilliant. Down to the wire, Caitlin Clark leading her team to this win, hitting the clutch free throws. But here was the most important aspect of the game to me. Iowa shoots a shot. They miss. It bounces off the rim. The one time South Carolina can't get the rebound is the reason they lost the game. Yeah. If they'd have had that rebound, they would have had a chance to tie the game or win it. And they just couldn't do it. So the overall... Final score of the game ended up being 77-73 for the other women's game. Virginia Tech, LSU, LSU, great team. Yeah, they played absolutely great in this game. And I thought this matchup was going to be LSU-South Carolina National Championship, and we were going to see these two top dogs again. You played earlier in the season, South Carolina took care of business. I'll read the team stats in the LSU-Virginia Tech game real quick. 47% from the field to Virginia Tech's 40 Three-point percentage. Virginia Tech shot 29% to LSU's 23. Free throw percentage. Virginia Tech shot 18 free throws and made 17, so that's a 94.4% to LSU's 16 they shot and made 10, having 62% from the free throw line. 
Rebounds, 36 for LSU, 38 for Virginia Tech. Assist, both had 8. Steals, 11 steals to 7 for LSU. Blocks, Virginia Tech had 8 to LSU's 2. Total turnovers, big factor. Virginia Tech had 18 to LSU 7, and both had 15 fouls. So that was a great game, you know, LSU moving on to the national championship with Iowa. And then yesterday, you know, we took care of business here, LSU showing up to play. They weren't going to allow Caitlin Clark to have that type of game that she had against South Carolina, even though she still had 30 points. She still, yeah, like you said, she still played a great game, 30 points, 8-19 from three-point range, 9-22 from the field. This girl's got a good chance of being a top pick in the WNBA draft for sure. Definitely. But, man, I've called it for weeks. LSU, their women's basketball team is phenomenal. I'll tell you that. I'm loving what I'm seeing from uh, women's basketball in, like, in college. Yeah. Like, the WNBA, is, it's all right. I mean, college women's basketball, especially in March Madness, has grown as exponentially over yeah. the years. And it has gotten so much more interesting, especially when you have somebody like Caitlin Clark, who puts on performances and shows like she does. When you're scoring that amount of points in a basketball game, but you don't typically see that. You're a hell of an athlete. Man, 30 points in a game. You're an amazing athlete. You really are. I think what drew a lot of people to her was the shots she was taking. They were contested. Yeah. They were hard, tough, difficult shots, and she was making them. She's pulling up for the logo on South Carolina. I mean, just pulling up on anything. Mm-hmm. Just trying to find a way and a will to have her team win. So LSU comes up on top, 102-85. Great year for Iowa. They should be proud of themselves. Not everybody gets to make the national championship. No. So that's something to be proud of. LSU, congratulations winning the national championship. And that's pretty much what i got to say about you know, women's basketball. So they ended yesterday. Now we are going to talk a little bit about Miami and UConn. Miami and UConn. I mean, it just it, it built up hype. You know, people want the momentum, this and that. And UConn just they did what a lot of people thought they were going to do. They showed up winning the game seventy two fifty nine. They just took the game away from Miami as a whole. Yeah. So in that game. Sonogo, this dude is a beast. I mean, like, he's just a big, tall, lengthy guy who just gets it done. He was, he had 21 points, 10 rebounds, 2 of 3 from three point range, and 9 11 from the field. He just gets it done for this team. And I was impressed. Hawkins didn't have a great game 13 points, 3 of 7 from three point range, 3 of 8 from the field. So it, it just didn't matter. They pulled out on top for team stats. 49% from UConn to 32 from Miami, 34% from three to Miami's 35. Free throws. Miami hit all 12 of their free throws, 100% to UConn's 53%, hitting 7 to 13. Rebounds. 41 rebounds from UConn to Miami's 32. Assist. 19 assists by UConn to Miami's 10. Blocks. Miami had 8 to UConn's 5. Oh, no, steals. My bad. Miami had eight to UConn's five blocks. UConn had five to Miami's one. Total turnovers, UConn had 15, which they are still like leading most games in yeah. having turnovers, and they're still winning games. The largest lead they had was 20 points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Think about it. You you have the most turnovers like every game, right, between yeah. the teams, and you're still winning by almost 20 points. 
Yep. Like you're winning, you're winning between ten and twenty points every single game. every game. That that's absolutely crazy. So, what do you think of this game overall? I mean, was UConn as dominant as you thought they were going to be throughout this game? UConn's a great basketball team, and they went in and put a beat down on Miami yesterday or Saturday, and it was absolutely crazy. Their largest lead was 20 points. Miami never led the game at all. I mean, UConn is... Just took care of business, man. I mean, they did. So, now with that all being said, UConn beats Miami, San Diego State beats FAU. Here comes the national championship. It is today, ladies and gentlemen. The national championship. We've been waiting for this moment. 9 tonight. A, a surprising... You know, national championship didn't expect no, to see nobody, these two teams. Nobody's seen this one coming. No. So, for team stats overall, points per game, UConn shoots 70, scores 78.6 to San Diego State 71.5. The points they allow, almost identical. San Diego State allows 60 to UConn 59. Field goal percentage, UConn 46 from the field to San Diego State 44. Rebounds per game. UConn averages 39 to San Diego State's 36 assists per game. 17 assists per game for UConn to San Diego State 13 blocks per game. UConn's almost averaging 5 blocks per game to San Diego State's 4 steals per game, both averaging about 6 steals per game. A lot of the stats are even. I know UConn is heavily favored in this game, and that is because... The way they've looked. You know what I mean, man? I mean, the spread's crazy. Seven and a half for UConn. And that's just because they've dominated everybody they've played. They have. And I don't think you should sleep on San Diego State either. Because you never know what's going to happen. We've seen some wild, crazy games this year. Yes, it's going to be hard to beat UConn when they've been playing. But this March Madness, we've seen absolute... Crazy wins out of teams. We, I mean, UConn and San Diego State in the national championship. Nobody's seen this coming. I mean, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. It's either gonna be a good game, or UConn's gonna straight put a clinic out and have another twenty point win. So, what's your prediction? Who's gonna win this game, Matt? I'm gonna say UConn. Rolling with UConn. Yeah. For me, I'm impressed all around. Really? I mean, I am. I mean, San Diego State. They've been playing good. They have nine. What's their win streak right now? Nine games? Yeah. So, enter the tournament. They beat Charleston 63-57. They beat Furman 75-52. They beat number one Alabama 71-64. They beat Creighton 57-56. They beat (coughs) FAU 72-71. Mind you, in their last two games, Matt, They've only won by one single point. Yeah. And now they're moving on to play UConn. UConn in their last game since starting March Madness. They played Iona in the first round and beat them 87-63. They played St. Mary's in the second round, beat them 70-55. Played Arkansas in the Sweet 16, 88-65. Played Miami, 70-59. There's not one game right there I just named that's close. None of them are. None of them are close. So, 
overall, looking around, San Diego State has a shot just as well as anybody else. I think they're actually a better competitor than Miami was for San, for UConn. I, I agree with that, yeah. But I'm going UConn. Go Huskies. And the reason I'm picking UConn is... They have dominated every game they've played since March Madness started. I wasn't completely sold on them winning the whole thing, right? Until they beat Gonzaga the way they did. When they dominated Gonzaga and Drew Timmy the way they did. Yeah. And, oh, sorry, by the way, they played Gonzaga in the Elite Eight, beating him 82-54. When they beat him 82-54, that was a statement. They were there. They should, I mean, that statement was they were there to win. So, overall, an incredible performance by them. And if UConn gets rolling, San Diego State's not, it's not going to be like FAU. You're not going to catch them. They're not going to allow you to catch them. No. And so I think UConn's going to pull this one out. I think they're going to win this. And, you know, congratulations to the... I mean, congratulations to both teams to make the national championship. Exactly, man. So what a great March Madness tournament this is. Sad to see it go. When it comes, it always flies, man. It it just felt like we just started the first round, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it just it takes off. As soon as you watch the first game, especially for me and Matt, when we watched the Mountaineers for the first round, and then it just took off after that. You know, you had Princeton beat Arizona. You had Furman beat Virginia. I mean, it was something crazy. I mean, there's always something crazy going on every single year. That's why they call it March Madness, because it can be absolute crazy. But I don't think we ever expected it to be going into the Final Four, one four seed, one five seed. No. no. One four seed, two five seeds, and a nine seed. Yeah. Nobody ever expected that. And to not have a one, two, and three in this conversation at all is just it's absolutely insane. That's why everybody loves March Madness. Yeah. And to me, that's why college basketball still is as big as it is. I believe if there was no March Madness, college basketball wouldn't be that big. No. It wouldn't be... Celebrated enough, we wouldn't call you wouldn't call it. I mean, you wouldn't have anything like this. It would just be you know conference tournaments and the two. The, if you do college football, the top four teams go into it, and then there you go. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't be any fun at all. This has been a great tournament. This has been fun. It's been exciting. It's been fun to talk about for me and you. I mean, we love talking about it. But those are our predictions for the national championship. Now, as March Madness is coming to a close. There are other things opening up, as baseball's been here. UFC 287's next week. The Masters is next week. NHL playoffs is on the way. NBA playoffs is going to be here April 15th. There's a lot of things coming for sports right now. It's not slowing down anytime soon, I'll tell you that much. We're going to have a lot to talk about, a lot to go through, and... Do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? No. Just can't wait for this game tonight. Yeah, this game's going to be fun. So, I guess I will fill you in on kind of the weekly schedule that's going to be happening this week. Will Smith will be rejoining us this week. We'll be talking a little bit about the Masters, a little bit about baseball, a little NFL talk. We're going to get into all that. And then, It's Game On, Episode 2, will be Wednesday. 
Jacob and I will have a 20 to 30 minute segment talking about the national championship, talking about maybe a little bit of the Masters or UFC 287 coming up, and then obviously we have this show, Sports Talk Saturday with Matt DeLong. We're going to have it. We'll talk a little bit about base. It's going to be a little bit about baseball since me and Matt haven't covered a whole ton about it, and then we're going to talk about same thing. I mean, this is Masters and UFC 287 week. It really is. Yeah. A lot to un- unwound in UFC 287. If you want to hear my other show, it is on WPKM 96.3, The Beat, The Countdown. It'll be this Thursday at 5 p.m. We are going to cover March Madness. We're going to cover the WrestleMania, and we are going to talk about UFC 287. I know it's a lot of the same topics for a lot of the same shows, but this is what's popular right now. This is what you want to talk about. And a lot of, it's going to be a lot of different views from different people. Exactly. Yeah, we could jump into football. We could we could jump into football, basketball, and all that. But it's to me, it's not ready yet. No. I mean, football is too early. We'll talk more when the draft comes around, and we'll especially talk about you know, who's drafted where. That'll be fun to talk about. For basketball, I'm aiming for the close to about April fifteenth. So about April fourteenth, we're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs. They'll be here. And there'll be more stuff to dive in, definitely different sports, but for this week specifically, it's going to be UFC 287, it's going to be the Masters, it's going to be March Madness in the end, and a little bit of WrestleMania on the countdown. So, thank you guys for tuning in. I know this isn't Sports Talk Saturday, but hey, it's Sports Talk Monday. We're just going to cover, you know, we wanted to cover the Final Four and we wanted to give you our national championship predictions. Matt? It's fun, man. Always is, Cam. We will be back here Saturday at 11 a.m. And I hope you guys have a good week. We'll see you guys later.